0: Hello and welcome to Together for Families, our latest podcast. This one is going to be focusing on the move between different schools. So the summer holidays is a time to relax, chill out and look back on the last year. It's been unusual for most of us and we've all crawled towards the break. Whether you've been homeschooling or you've been in school, it's not the usual end of term. And for some young people, especially those starting school in September for the very first time, or those making that move from primary to secondary or secondary to college, the transition can bring about extra worries. In speaking with a group of young people before recording this podcast, we found there are a lot of myths about making the move, and hopefully over the next 20 minutes or so we can dispel some of those. But first, Head Start Kerno have been working on some resources for parents and young people ahead of making that move. Hannah Tallis can tell us more.
1: We know that transitioning from primary to secondary school is a significant change at the best of times and made more so in the current uncertain times we find ourselves in. As well as being excited, young people are quite likely to be feeling apprehensive or anxious about the transition to secondary school. Many parents at the moment are asking how they can support their child, so we've put together some key ideas. Check out support from your secondary school. Have they got any videos, activities, resources for the new starters available for you to go through with your child? Do you have the contact details for the key staff members that your child is likely to be in touch with in September? So your child's tutor and pastoral staff. Work together to get ready and for when school starts. Create action plans together. Communicate and listen. Let them know that you're there for them. Check in, reassure, encourage, let them know that it's okay to talk about what they're feeling and that all feelings are valid. Be calm. Your child may experience highs and lows and react to minor challenges melodramatically or angrily as they prepare to go in and once they start. It's important that you stay calm and you be their anchor. Encourage them to be independent where possible. Help them to keep looking after their own well-being by sharing the five ways to well-being with them encouraging them to put them into practice on a daily basis as part of this you can have fun together as a parent carer it can also feel like a big step for you it's important to look after yourself check out the five ways to well-being on the start now website start dot uk, and think as a family how you can all work together to look after your own and each other's well-being Read the Transition Mission booklet, a booklet that's been created by young people who've gone through transition into secondary school for young people who are about to. It's full of top tips and great ideas.
0: That's Hannah there from Head Start Kurnow. If you want more information on anything she's just mentioned, you can go to their website, which is headstartkerno.org.uk. Now, let's take a look at what sort of advice there is for young people making that move from secondary into college and that first step on the career ladder. Earlier, we caught up with Matthew Carter from Ace Schools in Lawnson, but first we head to Foy River Academy, where we speak to Vicky.
2: Here at Foy River Academy, we have been working as a team to support all our Year 11 students during lockdown in their transition to post-16 We have a really strong programme through Year 10 and 11 and closely track all pupils, so we had a really good idea of where they were likely to head. Students with the HCPs had all had transitional reviews in the summer term of Year 10 and the post-16 providers and CSW had been involved with these since the reviews, so their transitions had started early. Due to this, some of the transition for pupils had already started. Since we went into lockdown, staff have been con- in contact weekly with all the Year 11s to ensure that they had attended an interview. And where that hadn't happened before lockdown, work with the students and the colleges to ensure that they had all had an interview now. For our pupils who've needed a little extra support and transition, we have worked closely with the post-16 cluster working group. And this has been really useful to hear the different concerns and how other schools and post-16 provisions are managing these. For example, the colleges shared that where they had virtual tours and when they've introduced course materials for pupils to start working on. By sharing this with the pupils, this has eased their anxiety and allowed them to start looking forward and keeping them busy. We have a regular school newsletter that we have continued through lockdown. And in this, we post all the information we receive for post-16 transition. And it's also on our website. Where we have felt the information was particularly useful for an individual, we have contacted that family directly with the information. In other cases of pupils, we have worked with the county CEN team, CSW and other professionals in order to put together a more bespoke transition or provision. And this obviously has continued during lockdown. This means that all pupils now know what their post-16 education will look like in September. In a small number of cases, our team has worked closely with the college to further support around transition and we've arranged meetings with people. It will be helpful for the student to know with a school representative at the meeting to support them. We've also finally left our Year 11 email accounts open and they'll stay open so our students can contact us using these accounts should they have any questions or concerns about transition. At the moment, we're just working towards our plans for Results Day and how we can best manage this to ensure pupils have access to the advice and support that they need when they need it.
3: Hello, everyone. So my name's Matthew Carter, and I'm the pastoral lead for Ace Schools in Launceston. Uh, I've been in the role since April 2020 and have been working with two Year 11 pupils to try and put them into post-16 provision. So when I came into the role, it was already identified that the pupils had a clear pathway of the courses and alternative provisions that they wanted to go down. Uh, they both students were able to identify their own individual needs so one student identified that he would be better off served in a more placement environment and actually in the sort of world of work if you would like to call it that whereas one student identified that his course is a little bit more technical and more classroom based and because it was tech design and gaming that was something that really piqued his interest so we with him we were able to identify a course provider uh, at St Austell College that did the course that he wanted to do and were able to submit an application for him uh, along with his EHCP uh, review and pass that on to the course and to do that as well we were also able to pass the EHCP on to pupil transport to be able to identify the needs for him And how he had already identified himself that he would be better off served having transport rather than using public transport. And with our other student, as he'd already identified that he wanted to delve more into the world of work side and to be a bit more hands on. We were able to set up a Zoom meeting during the COVID situation uh, with his course provider where he was able to sit down, uh, alleviate any fears and things he was worried about. And also for them to talk through how the course was going to be run and how they take into consideration his his own aspirations and what he would like to achieve whilst on the course. Now this has all been done since I was in the role, and there's some been some hard work behind the scenes before I took on the role from our uh, from Career Southwest and our Senkos, who've been in collaboration with both pupils at the start of year eleven, and where that identification of the courses and their roots once they leave us at post, into post-16 education and how they would like to go uh, was already been done so the, the hard work was already done by then I just took it on a little bit
0: Big thank you there to Matthew and Vicky for supporting us with this podcast. Now, Young People Cornwall have produced a book which has been designed by young people themselves to tackle those myths and concerns that every one of us had when it came to moving from primary school into secondary. In a moment, we'll hear from Paige, Harrison and Maggie, some of those young people involved in the project. But first, I caught up with Kelly to discover a little bit more.
4: onset of mental health starts roughly... Around this time, around the age of 11, prior to just before adolescence, um, further literature had also identified a grey area of support for these young people moving from primary into secondary school. So because of that, I was also aware that if the transition between primary and secondary school was not well managed, young people could end up feeling isolated and vulnerable. Um, their emotional health suffers and so does their academic performance while I am not able to control how the transition happens for everyone I decided that it could we could support young people to support others by putting together a group of young people to create a social action project so that's where the initial idea came from.
0: Okay so where did the, the project actually take place?
4: So the project took place um, at Young People Cornwall, which is in our St Austell office within the youth centre, which provides young people with a relaxed environment.
0: So how did you actually meet up with the participants?
4: So Young People Cornwall has so many professionals working under one roof. And when one member of the team puts together a new project idea, other professionals are able to refer them into that project, wherever suitable. So once I decided I was going to put the group together, other workers referred young people into the project.
0: So how, how did it all start? You know, how did this all come together?
4: The group came together and I explained to them the problem I had encountered with with other professional workers and young people experiencing transition from one school to another and suggested creating a book to help others. The young people in the group shared their experiences and how best they thought they could help others about to undertake the move from primary to secondary school. And before we knew it, all of the young people were able to talk about the scary things that they'd heard at secondary school, like having your head flushed down the toilet. That was one of the ones that come up. So tales like this have had a huge impact on young people. And due to reduce the others of others, they created a myth-busting page within the book, hopefully this has answered some of those myths that young people do have around the move into secondary school.
0: It's uh, it's an incredibly daunting time isn't it for, for young people to make that move from what is normally a a small kind of primary school to something which is much bigger?
4: Yeah definitely and I think one of those things that the young people said was that no, the the unexpected reality of going from a primary school into secondary school, and definitely one of the the myth busting page was one of the one of the big pages that they wanted to they wanted to crush those myths because actually the things that you hear about secondary school are are not the reality.
0: So I'm going to move to Harrison now. Um, we're going to talk about some of the design work that's gone into this. Tell us about you, what your involvement has been with this, Harrison.
5: During my transition from primary to secondary, I had struggled with my mental health. Um, there was no one to turn to. To ask, I was later diagnosed with autism, which was yet another barrier for me. I learned about all the ways that schools could support you, but it was hard. Um, and when I first heard that Young People Cornwall were running a project to create a book, I wanted to get involved.
0: So tell us about that involvement. You've been, you've been designing some of the pages, haven't you? Tell, tell me
5: about those. Um, yeah, so one of the pages it's about um, like strategies to help within schools, and something that's worked. Some of the things that worked for me were um, like a timeout card, um, a pupil passport, things like that. So a pupil passport is um, basically it helps um, with additional needs to support um, pupils during lessons. So if you have the passport, you like have someone to help you. Um, like just work with you and just be there to support you during lessons um having a key adult that's something that's um really helped me um in secondary school especially um this teacher um that's helped with me a lot she um she's very supportive um i wanted others to access that support at the start of their transition rather than wait until year nine um I created the page based on my own experience and what I think could help others during the transitions. So what was that transition actually like for yourself? Well, I I, I cried on my last day of uh, primary school. I didn't want to go. I was really uh, anxious. I had overwhelmed with anxiety, really. It was really hard.
0: And what would be your number one top tip for for someone who's starting uh, secondary school in September?
5: Um, Use the book. (laughs) It it does help. (laughs) Maggie, you've been involved in
0: something called Worry Monster. Tell us a little bit about that, please.
2: Okay, so the Worry Monster is a page where you can put all your worries and fears and everything like that in this one monster where it's locked up and it can't ever escape. And then it just makes people feel better because then it's written down and then they don't have to really worry.
0: Okay, is that something that you used when when you started in secondary?
2: Yes, I kind of used that.
0: All right, what was it? What was it like for you, moving from from primary into secondary?
2: It was quite scary, really, because most of my friends would go to a different school. I wouldn't be able to see them, and then there were lots of other new people that I didn't know, and I was one of those kids who really doesn't like to socialise. So, I was scared of making friends and talking to people.
0: Paige, um, can I talk to you about the sleep well uh, stuff that um, you've been working on? Tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Um, I created the sleep well page because, based on my experience, I found it really difficult to sleep at night. Uh, from anxiety and just being nervous about it.
0: Do you know what was the cause of your uh, anxiety? Was it the, that transition that you were worried about, or the unknowns perhaps?
2: Yeah, I think it was also having to leave my friends that I've known for a number of years behind.
0: What was it like though when you actually started in secondary school? Um, was it as bad as you, you your fears had kind of conjured
2: up? Uh, definitely not. I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but it's not that bad.
0: What would be your top tip page for, for anyone starting in school in September?
2: Uh, use the book and all of the pages in it
0: that's it for this podcast Uh, don't forget you can find out more information by going to our social media channels especially if you're looking for more advice when it comes to transitioning between schools Uh, that's facebook.com forward slash Cornwall where you'll be able to find lots of information being posted over the summer holidays thanks very much for listening there will be a new podcast in just over a week's time